you are now tuned in to Lord Have Mercy, a spiritual growth podcast hosted by me, Megan Manigo. I'm just a regular girl trying my best to live according to God's word, and this podcast is my platform to share the knowledge, wisdom, and life lessons that I've gained on my spiritual journey with Christ. God blesses us to be a blessing to others, so tune in as I share what God has planted in my spirit. Hello, hello, hello. Mercy is in the building once again. And thank you so much for tuning in to Lord Have Mercy. As always, it is my prayer that God uses me to speak to you today. And there is no place I'd rather be than here with you. Okay. So today, um, I kind of want to talk about spiritual maturity. Um, God has really been dealing with me about the importance of growth in our walks with Christ. Babies don't stay babies forever. They grow into toddlers and they start walking and talking and feeding themselves. The next thing you know, they're in school. <laughs> they're thrown into the world and expected to carry themselves the way that their parents taught them to, right? Parents, they deal with us as it is appropriate to our age. You don't talk to a toddler the way you would talk to a sixth grader or a teenager. You would also expect your 18-year-old to be able to feed themselves and clean up their mess, This is kind of like how God deals with us when we're babies in Christ and we're newly saved. He feeds us and he coddles us. He he teaches us the basics like salvation and the gospel. However, once we've proven to understand the basics, God, he expects us to hold our own and to feed ourselves, if you will. He expects us to be intentional about spending time with him and reading his word. And he teaches us about how he would have us to carry ourselves. Contrary to what the world thinks, of course. Um, And he begins to convict us in situations and he teaches us how to hear his voice. Ultimately, what I'm saying is, is that it's levels to our Christian walk. And yes, we are all in different places in our walk with Christ and God is dealing with all of us on different things. We still shouldn't be in the same place spiritually that we were, I don't know, three years ago. He doesn't want us to stay babies in Christ. He wants us to grow and to mature and to know him better and to to just grow spiritually. I'm always reminded of like these scriptures that reference spiritual milk. Um, but today I'm focused on Hebrews 5, 12 through 14, which is like at the forefront of my mind. And this the scripture reads, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, You need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. And that scripture really, really convicts me. Now, for context, the author of Hebrews is speaking to the Jewish Christians in Rome. And at first, these they were Jewish. They were living by the Old Testament covenant. But when they learned of Jesus Christ, they died to their old ways and their old rituals and all those things they had to do in the old covenant to be clean from sin. And they chose to live in the new covenant through Jesus Christ. However, During this time, persecution was really, really heavy. It was a major threat and it caused them to sort of like take a step back and go back to their old ways because they were scared of being persecuted. And 
here in this text, the author is trying to remind them about the freedom that they have through the new covenant with Jesus Christ. But they're slow to respond and they have stopped trying to understand. So it's funny because when I read this text, I started to take it and run with it and start preaching on a whole nother thing. But when I put this into context, it just reminds me, it makes me think about how often we go back to our old ways when we take like steps backwards in our walk. It prevents us from maturing in Christ. In verse 12, he's like, y'all should be teachers by now. But they have to be retaught because they went back to their old ways and their old life. I don't know about you, but this past year or so, like back in 2019, your girl stumbled back, okay? Back into my old ways a little bit. And the journey with God, it got tough. And the old me was threatened. And like, I felt like those Jewish Christians and Hebrews, I, I took some steps backwards. But instead of soaking in it and condemning ourselves and assuming that God is mad at us and doesn't want anything to do with us, we got to move past that. That's why I'm so grateful that God gives us chance after chance after chance. He gives us a chance to repent and to turn away from our old ways and do better. You know what I mean? Spiritual maturity is a choice. You feel me? Like, and it comes naturally. It comes when we're intentional about spending time with him. It comes when we're intentional about being in his word and getting to know him for who he is and just living for him. You feel me? Like we, how we become mature adults by just living life. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You fall, you get back up, you learn lessons and, and just, and just the things that we go through in our lives. You feel me? So that's how you mature in Christ. When you live for him, you learn through him you learn from him after salvation every every christian begins spiritual growth and philippians 3 12 through 14 tells us that this is an ongoing process the process of sanctification we just have to stay tuned into him and stay the course that he has created for us it's a lifestyle it's a marathon not a sprint so practically what does this look like um Number one, I I think that we have to reorder our priorities. We have to make him a priority, pleasing him over pleasing ourselves. Um, Number two, we have to be consistent with him. Make a standing appointment with God every single day. It could be in the morning before you go to work or when you get home. Just designate a place that is quiet where you can just be with him. Uh, Number three. Include him in your everyday life. When things go on in your daily life, ask God, Lord, what are you trying to teach me today? And ask him in the morning when you pray, just say, Lord, use me today. Um, and number four, persevere in the things that draw you closer to him. For me, I feel closest to God when I'm journaling, like when I'm on my knees in prayer or like in the bed in prayer (laughs) whenever I'm praying like sometimes I could forget things but when I'm journaling I have a time to think I'm not rushing I can write it all out and that's just when I feel closest to God so just make it a priority and ask yourself when do you feel closest to God and whatever that thing may be do more of that (laughs) it could be journaling it could just be in praying out loud it could be in fellowship it could be when you're serving others whatever that is for you make that a daily thing it's bigger than just going to church or doing things religiously you feel me just because 
it's a tradition or just because it's just something that we do. If you don't have a why behind your what, you're doing it in vain. You feel me? And spiritual maturity comes from relationship with God. And I feel like I talk about that all the time on different episodes, but it really is the most important thing. You know, relationship is more important than religion. And we just we just have to make our relationship with God a priority. And then when we do that, everything else will fall in alignment. And my favorite verse is Matthew six thirty three, which tells us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Which means if we seek him and we make him a priority, everything else will fall into line. The key is staying the course and remaining close to him through whatever storm comes your way. And as we go through life plugged into him at all times, we gain knowledge and wisdom and understanding through our experiences with him. And when we stick by him, we cannot lose. He promises that all things will work together for our good. He is molding us all to be teachers, leaders, and men and women of God. He is training us to live off of spiritual solid food, not spiritual milk. Anyway, that's all I have. I hope that this blessed you the way that it blessed me. I wholeheartedly feel this a, a major conviction to stop stunting my own growth. Now, let's look to the Lord in prayer. If you guys ever have any prayer requests or questions, comments, or concerns, or anything that you'd like to hear discussed on the show, shoot me an email at lordhavemercypodcast at yahoo.com. I will be happy to hear from you. All right, let's look to the Lord in prayer. Most gracious Father, I just thank you for who you are, Lord. You are all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing, omnipresent. You are holy, you are righteous, and you are worthy to be praised, God. I pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and I pray that your perfect plan be done in our lives. Lord, I thank you for every single person under the sound of my voice, Father God. I thank you for this opportunity to come together and to just meditate on your word and to encourage each other. Lord, I pray that you speak to each of us. Um, Give us revelation. Give us vision. Show us where we need to submit to you and help us turn away from our old ways and turn towards you. Lord, I just pray that we're able to mature spiritually in you, Father. I, I, I just, we need you. We cannot do this life without you. And I don't want to, Father. So, Lord, I just pray that wherever we need to be weaned off of spiritual milk, that you make it clear to us and that you help us and that you mold us into the men and women that you've called us to be and allow us to operate on spiritual food, Father God. Lord, strengthen our faith and strengthen our relationships with you. Uh, Let us be remain plugged into you, Father, because you are our source. I pray that we are transformed by our relationship with you. Do a new thing in us and, and let others see you inside of us, Father. And I pray that you get the glory out of our lives. And as spiritual warfare comes our way, Father, I pray that you remind us to fight with the full armor of God. And your word says that we have the victory through Jesus. We have already won, Lord. So, I thank you for the victory. I just pray that you keep us, protect us, and cover us. May we stay on the path that you've orchestrated for us, Father God. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise because you deserve it, Father. And I ask all of these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 
Thank you for tuning in to Lord Have Mercy. Of course, if you have anything that you'd like to hear discussed on the show, questions, comments, feedback, I would be happy to hear it. Shoot me an email at lordhavemercypodcast at yahoo.com. And of course, it is always all love.